Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hi, this is Jackie Cation. Welcome to the dark forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com. It takes you to those two websites, essentially. Mix and match. Do what you need to do. The show is, of course, on iTunes and Stitcher and YouTube and all the places that you could ever watch and listen to a podcast. Uh, thanks for supporting the show in many different ways. There are many ways to do it. You can just donate to the show if you want to. There's a PayPal button that you can donate through Venmo or PayPal by just using my email address, which is Jackie at JackieCation.com. You can also email me different information or things that you would like to say. So you can donate to the program. I appreciate that a lot. And PayPal has made it possible for you to donate every month if you want. I'm not a huge fan of donating every month because what if I forget and don't have $10 So or whatever people want to donate per month. But it's like that. If you like a, a, a regular donation, feel free to set that up with the PayPal button. Another way to support the show is to get merch. If you want a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt or a Dork Forest logo shirt, you just go to JackieCation.com to the store page, and those are available small through 4X, actually, and they're union-made here in America. And which means they run big because they're made by Americans. And you can order those through JackieCation.com. There are also a lot of stand-up merch that you can get. You can get uh, the Spooky Reading Girl t-shirt or the Meat Shield t-shirt. Spooky Reading Girl and Meat Shield both have enamel pins that are not on the website. Just email me, JackieJackieCation.com if you want an enamel pin. And I will tell you how to get one. And then uh, there's CDs and DVD. All of my CDs and my DVD are available streaming, but if you want a hard copy, you can order it through my website. They are streaming on all the regular places for the CDs, and the DVD you get at ComedyFilmNerds.com on their store page. It's This will make an excellent horcrux, the DVD. Okay, another way to support the show is the Amazon banner. There's an Amazon link on both DorkForest.com and, and JackieCation.com that just takes you to Amazon. You order like normal. And it supports the show. So there you go. Oh, on JackieCation.com, there is also my calendar page. My calendar page has on it where I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy. For example, this week, uh, I am headlining in Los Angeles at Flappers in Burbank. And that uh, will be super fun. So Friday and Saturday, Flappers Burbank headlining here in Los Angeles. Enough of this. Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my living room with Andrea Allen, New York comic and rugby fan. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I cannot wait to dork out about this just because, I don't know, Jack, uh, but it's at Andrea Comedy. Yes. And it's A-N-D-R-E-A, mm-hmm. comedy, spelled like comedy, mm-hmm. on, on the Twitter. You have a podcast called the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. I do. And so you have a podcast website. Yes. Called Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Dot com. That's correct. There we go. We've gotten the business out of the business. Yes. And let's get into the into the joy mm-hmm. that is freaking rugby. Yes. Everyone's always very surprised by rugby. Um, wait, wait, it's a school in England. Yes. Well, I'm... I here's gr- what I know about it. Okay, yes. Give me what you think about rugby. That's I'm always a, in, here's what I know. Uh, they had sleeves on... It, uh, the only time I ever saw it was I was in Australia. Mm-hmm. 
And I would get it mixed up with Australia Rules football. Uh-huh. Until somebody said the rugby guys have sleeves, mm-hmm. the uh, AFL guys no sleeves, sleeveless. Yes. So uh, literally, and oh, and it's uh, kind of football shaped but basketball shaped. It's roundy, yes, it is. but it's pointy also. Mm-hmm. That's Never pretty know? good. That's better than most people actually. And there's a scrum. Yes, where people oh, push each other. The scrum. <laughs> I love the scrum. Oh my god, it's the best. Excellent. Um, so I grew up in Canada. Um, and that's rugby is popular, very popular in Canada, also in New Zealand, also in Australia. Yeah. Um, those are the major countries right. and England also. Um, and it's basically like cricket. Yes, exactly. It's like a British country. Empire. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's some of the leftovers from us being dominated by the British Empire. Um, right. But uh, it is, it's like football. Football is the best comparison for for Americans, except for we don't wear pads. Right. Um, we play, you pass the ball, you can only pass the ball backwards. Okay. Uh, you can't, you can only kick it. The only way it's going forwards is if you kick it forwards. So okay. the idea is that you're traveling with the ball and passing it backwards to someone behind you. Okay. So you kind of run in like a wolf pack type formation. Okay. Um, and I started playing rugby in high school. Uh, Where'd you go to high school? I went to a boarding school on Vancouver Island. Okay. Um, I'm from the Pacific Northwest. Right, right. Um, and it was called Brentwood College School. And it was very uh, witchcraft and wizardry, Hogwarts oh. type place. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Je- jealous. I, it anyway. was so awesome. Excellent. Um, it was just a, it was a very well-rounded school. Um, it was, they had... You had days where you did sports. You had days where you did fine arts. They had it like built into your schedule. It was okay. very important that you got the whole educational yeah, process. Yeah, exactly. That's neat. It was. It was With very music, cool. but then also math and reading. Yes, exactly. Excellent. They had the class, your classes separated in, into sets, which is something I haven't seen but in America. But in it was like, if you have a different learning speed, yeah. we'll put you, set one is the fastest, set okay. five is the slowest speed. So they had it separated by sets. It, by pacing us. Essentially, yeah. like, the, the pacing of how you how you took in information and totally then, and retained it, and yeah, that's a good idea. Well, yeah, and some people, I think, people would feel self conscious about being in the lower sets. Right. Like I was, I would be in, in set five math all the time. I'm okay. very bad at math, right? Um, but also, it it makes sense because you're Wait, not. And they broke it up into subjects. Yes. Okay. Because then you're like, well, I am very good at gym. Totally. I am not good at math. People's brains are different. Right. We can't oh, okay. all just be streamlined into. Right. It's not just uh, the lame sort of. No, you're going to be in the slow classes for yes, everything. Exactly. Which is a terrible idea. It is, and it makes people feel embarrassed, and like it puts a real stigma attached to learning. Right. Um. So so that was something very unique about the school. Um. There was also rowing. It was on Vancouver Island, which is like a beautiful, really beautiful place. Right. Um, and I lived in a boarding house that was like an old English boarding house. What? I know. It's very like I... I Wasted on 14-year-olds. I know. I'm like, I want to go back now and live there. Right. Um, it was very uh, militant in some ways. Like we went to school on Saturdays. Okay. Um, so it was a six-day thing? Yes. Six days. And on Saturday morning, we would have what was called number one inspection, which would be in our boarding house. We would have our rooms clean. We'd have to have our rooms inspected every morning. Um, but on Saturday, it was like the super hardcore one. Right. Like every day, they're like, make your bed, pick exactly. up your crap. Take your trash out. Right. We'll give you a grade. You'll If you do the minimum, you'll pass. Right. But on, but on Saturday... Saturday 
The you guy be- comes in with the white glove. And he's like, you better dust the floorboards. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Your underwear had to be uh, separated by color. Like, Did all- you? Oh, was it? Uh, I'm going to ask something. Yeah. I think I know the answer sure. to. You're probably wearing a uniform. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so everybody had the same underclothes as well? No, but it, but they, they wanted to... Uh, have you understand the importance of order? Yeah. Like your clothes would have to be folded in, done by color coordination. All Your closet had to be clean. Yeah. Um, we, we also Please look cl- at nothing in this home. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this home looks beautiful to me. It's It was a little, it actually was like a little extreme for me because right. I have obsessive compulsive disorder a little bit. So, it so kind why of encourage that? Fed into it. I yeah. was like, I'm going to be the cleanest. <laughs> um but we would do that every Saturday. They would come through. They would have a guest inspector. So we would like bring someone from a different house to come in. Right. And someone would win the number one inspection. Like they, they made a lot of... Um, they, made, they turned it into a game so that it got competitive. And, exactly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. To try to make it interesting, but also make it annoying. Totally. If you lost. Of course. Yeah. They, they they would do, like, it was a school that was very, um, I chose to go there because it had an amazing musical theater program. Okay. And that was my interest. But my brother went to the school before me, and it was a place that was for people of different learning aptitudes. Okay. Um, but also a school, like, there's, I, I always say that, like, in boarding school, you meet kids whose parents are super rich and they're sending them there being like, I don't know how to deal with this kid right. anymore. Right. They're acting out. They're, they need attention. I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. The the stereotype of like sending your kid away mm-hmm. very much exists. Right. Um, but, but the other side of the coin is like a person who's really interested in, in learning or specializing or has strengths, but you know, weaknesses and, and, and the school is super focused. Very. Okay. Yes. Um, so I went there to pursue musical theater, I'd always been into athletics, I, but I had always been more of an artsy person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but athletics had not been mandated in that way, and I didn't have so much available to me. And so I started to play field hockey, which was fun. Right. Uh, I was the goalie. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I got to wear like a big padded suit. The, and, they wear pads in uh, field uh, hockey. Okay. I got I got hit in the crotch with a field hockey ball. <laughs> And they made me wear a Jill, which is the female chalk strap. Oh, there you go. Female mm-hmm. cup mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's like a giant pad. <laughs> um, You're like, thank you. Yes. This will also help my cycle. Totally. And um, mm-hmm. so, uh, so, and that's where you, and, and when did you start going there? When you were like in, 11 or 12? Uh, in ninth grade, I started okay, going there. Okay, so 14. Yes. And so you went there for four years? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where you started playing rugby? Yes. So... What are the rules of rugby? How many people are on the team? What is happening? So there's 15 people on the field. 15 people on the field? Yeah, on each team. Sorry. I was like, that's uneven. Is there a ref? (laughs) Okay, so 15 each. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's split into forwards and backs. Okay. So forwards are people, the scrum, the thing that you mentioned, is what the forwards do. Forwards are usually bigger people. Mm -hmm. Um, They're the ones who are like more aggressive and scrappy, and they are the ones who are getting hit more often. Okay. Okay. they're the ones who are doing all the grunt work. Okay. Um, and backs are smaller, faster, more athletic That's weird because they're behind. Yes. But they have to make the touchdown? Or? Yes. Uh, okay. The try. It's called the try. T-R-Y. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, 
So, yes. How British. It's all very British. It's all very proper. And also savage. Very savage. Also very British. Uh-huh. Exactly, right? That's like their whole thing. Exactly. We're going to look civilized, but in the middle of it all, we're going to boil you alive. Yes. Yes. It was, it was I, I latched onto the aggression of it immediately. I loved that. Um, but the forwards do all the grunt work and the backs are behind you. But the idea is that the forwards are... are tussling for the ball and sort of fighting with one another and you want to get it to your backs as quickly as possible so that they can run with it and score a try. And will they leave the wolf pack to go to to do the thing? Totally. And then they might get Tackled. They might get tackled. So right. the forwards, the forwards, basically, we're the bitches of the whole thing. Right. The idea is that like we do all the hard work, and then when the backs have the ball, it's up to us to then also protect them. Okay, like we're watching other people trying to tackle them. We're very protective. Block them to fo- block the follows. Exactly. Okay. Like we're trying to make holes for them to just scoot through in their super fast, yeah, yeah. crazy way. Um, so, so the there was a boys team in our school, um, and they were very successful. And my, I think maybe they started doing girls rugby maybe two or three years before I started there. So it was a relatively new concept, right? Um, but it had sort of been established. Sure, yes. Okay. But I was in the first few years of it being like yeah. a regular thing. Um, and everyone was all like, oh, my God, can girls, girls? do this? Is and this lady like the scrum? Yeah. God, are they going to be able to handle getting hit? Like all of the sort of... By other girls. Yes. Right. But here's the thing. <laughs> girls are vicious. Yeah. Well, and and especially when allowed and encouraged. Yes. And and girls are different sizes. Yes, Much like are. boys are. Totally. Yeah. And... I, I loved it because I'm a very aggressive person. Uh, and I was like, finally, I can be an animal. Like, I felt so right. at home. Um, and I, I joined it because my friends were in it and I had a curiosity about it, but I was also a little bit scared um, because I had never been hit before. And had you watched it for years? Had you? I'd watched it a little bit, but I didn't really know much about it. Right. I kind of would watch it in like a social. It's a very social sport. Like right, like football. Totally. People Canadian just sitting culture, around and drinking and beer, drinking beer, and get some chips. And yeah, sort of, yeah, of course. Yeah. And so that's all I knew of it. Um, but it was one of those things that I guess similar to comedy in the way that as soon as I did it and felt success in it, immediately I was like, oh, I want to do this again. This is right, so right. great. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I can just, <laughs> I can, so women can also, they can pull each other's hair. They're like, it's very, very wild yeah, west in terms yeah, of the rules. The rules are there. You can, you can grab somebody's arm. Yes. Like it's not like blocking, like in football, no. you have to use like a, a, a you know, just your forearms uh-huh. and stuff. You can scrap with people. You can, eh, I got in trouble for saying on another podcast that you can punch people. You can't really. Okay. But it's you frowned on. But people have, do, and get away with it yes. is what I'm hearing. Of course. It's, right. It's like, be discreet or be smart about it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the punching and tussling and stuff happens when you're trying to get possession of the ball. So that's what the force. So the, the ball goes up. Yes. So the ball, if you want to start with the scrum, which is like a good place to start. Yeah. Um, let's <laughs> let's begin at the scrum. We begin at the scrum. Um, so the forwards, there's a there's a pack of wild women. Yes. And they're facing one another. <laughs> um, and the front three rows are usually smaller, very stout, like strong, strong players. Right. The middle person is called the hooker, which okay. is hilarious. Um 
And the, especially because the ladies, I now know, ladies are doing it. Yeah, ladies are hooking. It's a hooker. We're taking it back. Right, take back the take back the night. Mm-hmm. What does the hooker do? So the hooker, well, the ball will go into the scrum. Someone will feed it in, and it's sort of like two triangles of of people sort of locking against one another. And the hooker is in the front. They're everyone's facing one another. The ball will go in, and both the hookers will savagely. They almost you you lift them off the ground, and they start trying to like windmill with their foot to try to get possession of the ball. So the two hookers are fighting one another and trying to sort We're of... kicking each other? Kind of, yeah. The idea is to get the ball back into our scrum. Like you're trying But they're to, on the ground? They are, they are being lifted slightly so that they can rotate their legs around. Um, it's Wait like a minute. A, it's like they look like... Um, you know when you see... Uh, a food processor or like a yeah. or it, it's like that like they're being lifted up so that they can kind of churn with their legs are they being held up by the other the people, people next to them yes so you have like three you have three rugby people rugby people mm-hmm. the forwards yes and they're holding essentially the hooker the tiny one in the, the middle right the tiny one in the middle uh-huh they're they're holding them up with their hands yes and then this person is is are, are, are this they... guy in the middle is ki- trying to kick the ball backwards okay. towards the other forwards. Okay. So behind the hooker, there are two other players called locks. Okay. And those are usually very tall people. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen lo- rugby uh, where they the people pick a person up and okay, that's very fun. I'll oh get my to that God. later. Magic. Um, <laughs> so the locks are the really tall people. Okay. And they're pushing. Like the whole time that this sort of fight for the ball is happening, yeah. both sides are pushing against one another. Yeah. To kind of, we're, we're moving around like a hive almost. Yeah. But we're trying to, we're trying to re- remain in control of the ball and also push the other people, like disorient the other people. Right. And then if you can get the ball out of this circle of what is obviously 15 people facing each other. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and it and it flies off somewhere else. Yes. Does then someone jump on it? Yes. So that's the position that I played. So I played lock, which is the second row. The of tall, because you are tall, very tall. I'm talking to Andrea Ellen, by uh-huh. the way, it's a, at Andrea Comedy. Yes. I am a gigantic woman. <laughs> you are tall, very aggressive, very tall. <laughs> and I was originally slated as lock because they're like you're tall, but I also happen to be very fast. Like I can run very fast. Oh, good. Um, so there's the top three there's the locks behind the hooker they're grabbing they're trying to push and grab the ball right and then in the back there's a position called an eight man eight man and that was the position that i played which i was thrilled i was thrilled by it because it's like ooh, there's only one of them and they're kind of a mix <laughs> the between seeker. the fu- yes i am a seeker <laughs> and uh there's actually a play called so the the idea is to get the ball kicking and pushing and trying to get the ball back to the eight man. Okay. And then the, it's the eight man's job to then pass it off to the backs, to the fast, uh, strong, the fast, small people. Right. So there's seven people in the scrum. Yes. And then there's eight more people who are faster, who are behind, who are waiting behind, waiting behind Uh once the scrum is over. Yes. And so the eight man's job is to get it to the, to the backs, but also it's not always so simple because mm-hmm. um, like you'll kind of get it, but maybe people will start peeling off. Once the scrum comes apart, people are kind of peeling off and trying. Yeah. To, everyone's trying to get the ball. So you might not necessarily have an opportunity to just pass it lightly over <laughs> to the backs. Like right. you're, you're in the battle zone. There is one move which I love to do, which is called the eight-man pickup. Mm-hmm. 
which is instead of passing it to the backs, you leave the scrum, like you have the ball and there's a period of time where people can't really see so that they're not sure if you have the ball yet. Right. So that's your moment to peel off very, very tight and just start running past the scrum, like instead of passing it to the backs and allowing them to run their whole right. thing. If, if there's an opportunity, yes. you could get the try. I just jet off. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can be one of the fast gazelle people. I don't have to be the bitch. Always getting punched in the face. Right. And there's a there's another position that usually runs with the eight-man called the flanker. Mm-hmm. And they kind of serve as your right-hand person. So you'll try to get as far as possible someone will probably tackle you. Like yeah. rarely will you make it all the way to the try line um, as an eight man. I mean, I have not to brag. <laughs> I have. Uh, How big is the, the field? It's is about it the size of a football field. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty big. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're, and you start in the center. Yes. And e- each person has, has a goal or a try on each side. Yes. And you're heading towards uh, the other person's try. Yes. Yeah. And you Hit, throw the ball down and dance around like an asshole if you make the try. Right. It's very and who, and and is there a ref or somebody that rolls the ball in between these two piles of yes. people? Mm-hmm. So That's they just they just roll it like it like basketball. They throw it up in the air. Yes, in football, what one in American football they mm-hmm. kick it to the other side mm-hmm. and then those people run. Mm-hmm. In in rugby, they roll it in between fourteen just, people. Just people go, ready to. Good luck. Yes. Holy. F- it's Fuck, very, it's very haphazard. It's very <laughs> just like here you go and don't murder each other, <laughs> or if you do, uh, d- d- try to yeah. Uh, who's going to win? Exactly. Yeah, that's what it's about. I mean, we had so I had we had an exceptionally strong women's team, which yeah. was awesome. <laughs> um, like I had players on my team where I was like, I am so glad you are on my side because you terrify me. <laughs> like I think it. I think it was a mix between having very talented athletes and also women finally being like, oh my God, I have an opportunity to unleash an aggression that I have never been afforded in my life. I mean, it's never okay to punch people, to push, or push people them, down. Or to, or to trample over them yes. to get to a thing. There's this thing called raking, <laughs> which is... Sounds horrible. Sounds horrible and sounds and like a, another is. really bad word. But raking is, um, it's not really technically legal, but, <laughs> but it's all, it's like, it's just kind of like, what are you going to be able to get away with? And raking is if someone goes down and you kind of, if you had a fight with them or you kind of want to put them in their place, you rake your cleats with hat. Right, because you're spikes. wearing cleats. Yes, you're wearing cleats. You get, I, you have cleat marks all over you at all times. I don't approve. Yeah. I don't approve of raking. Oh, uh, it's that bad. should definitely be against the rules. It's very bad. <laughs> yes. Um, and I never used to do it. Uh, the only time that I ever did it was when there was, we had, there was a rival school on the island called Shaughnessy, which was a similar type of school, very right. Hogwartsy, very preppy boarding school. Right. Durmstrang, and, right exactly. there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We need a rivalry. Um, <laughs> and if there isn't one, they will create one. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so Shaughnessy had a women's team also, and they were get like we were doing better than the men's teams, and all of a sudden people gave a shit about right. You know paying for us to go on trips and it was very like empowering to sort of feel important in the athletic world in a way that I hadn't before. Right. Um, And so, but Shaughnessy started recruiting New Zealand players, which if you've ever seen New (laughs) Zealand rugby players, they're like another, they're a whole nother level of skill. That's, that's their, 
shit in That's New their, Zealand. New Zealand loves rugby the most? The most, yeah. Okay, of, totally. all, of all the weird uh, sports that I don't understand, uh-huh. rugby's the one that they want in on. They and so they, they play it. to it. They love it. And so they have a women's team that's, uh, and they have uh, tiny women, yes. uh, children women that yes. are going to murder you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was, yes, there was, so there's um there's a New Zealand uh, there's a very famous New Zealand player that has like a tattoo. <laughs> Basically, his whole face is tribal tattoo. They have a lot yeah. of like tribal. The Maori. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and they're incredibly strong. It's like they were meant to play that sport. I'm sure they've like, they, their culture is, is sort of. I'm sure they had their own murdery ball sport. Of that, course. Uh, that, that they're like, oh, we'll play this British one. Exactly. Okay. And we'll kick your ass doing it. Everybody needs a murdery ball sport. <laughs> especially like Canadians. It's so right, funny. Right. Just to let, let, just let loose. Yeah. We're all apologizing all the time. Exactly. Being so nice. I really f- think that that's part of its popularity. Like Canadians love to party and drink a lot. And we mm-hmm. also love to play rugby and i think it's like the time where we can be rude and crazy and brash and, right right yeah. yeah yeah it's um it's an outlet uh my ad my ad my ad we're about to do an ad you guys it's five days till mother's day yes you can go to proflowers.com and order flowers using the code jk and get 100 colorful blooms and a free glass vase starting at 1999 delivered to your mom or a mom of your choice, or just people that you want to send flowers to. But it's, we're five days out of Mother's Day, so I like to. I I used to send flowers to my mom. She liked flowers. I like flowers. I still send flowers to my dad. You know, the good thing about flowers is that it's not just on Mother's Day. They get the flowers one day, but the flowers live for a week, so you get seven days of flowers from Pro Flowers. They're fresh flowers, guaranteed delivery, and unique vases and accessories that mo- your mom will love. You choose a delivery date that you want, and it's guaranteed. You can even get your gift delivered on Mother's Day, May 13th. The only way to get 100 colorful blooms with a free glass vase starting at $19.99 is to visit proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone in the upper right-hand corner, and use my code JK. That's proflowers.com, code JK. Let's get back into the show. So they started recruiting New Zealand players because they wanted to beat us and they wanted to be the best in the province. Right. Not and because they wanted to provide an excellent education no. to the to the <clears throat> young women of New Zealand. No. Purely <laughs> like fuck you Brentwood. We will take you down. We will fly these mythical she beasts <laughs> over from New Zealand and watch this. Yes. Yeah. I remember a moment we were playing against them. It was always like a very big deal when we would play against them. The schools sure. would bus out and watch. It was very uh, Quidditch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um they they had brought this gorgeous Maori woman. It was like a she, she, she was looked, fourteen. She looked twenty two. Yes, she was. She was a, a, a statue. Right. Uh, uh, and she played the eight man. She played okay. my corresponding position. Right. And I just remember them being like Andrea. It is your job to take this woman down, and I was like, "There oh, is, this is not the a you chance." Raped? Yes, <laughs> so I raked her because. Okay, so here it was. So she was very, she was pompous, and she had a reason to be. She was very she good. She was amazingly good at her job, of course. Mm-hmm. And and I was like a more a scrappy underdog, but I'm also very. I think I'm more threatening looking than I actually am. Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't look threatening at all. You look like the nicest. This is a revelatory thing talking to Andrea Ellen, ladies Mm -hmm. and gentlemen, uh, because you're just like, 
oh my god she is a full-on no fuck you yes and i'm going to t- uh-huh. eviscerate you well that's the thing is that i i i got to release that i love that i have that in me yeah i'm not a, i'm not a mean person i'm not a mean-spirited person but i do have an aggressive streak and i often feel like for women that is not accepted right so uh, this is this is awesome yes. to see that because she's just walking around you guys yeah, just just don't fuck with her. Uh huh. Please so, don't. Right. I live in New York City, and you will be polite until someone is not polite. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's the Canadian way. It's like I will behave myself, and then if you don't behave yourself, we will shut this down. I will. <laughs> I will rake you with my cleats in this weird little sport that we've set up. Um, but oh my god! So she. So she. I'm faced with a challenge to take her down, and I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, I'm very. I'm again. I'm very tall. I look. I look the part. So she's. Yeah. She's treating me fine she she's not doing anything really getting my face there's a lot of shit talking right but it's not so to the next level but one of our tiny uh our tiny little backs yeah i had this friend her name was christine yam tiny little asian girl awesome such a sweetheart so fast but super fast super fast so small and we gave her the ball and she was making headway and this New Zealand beast just like turned around <laughs> and took her out Oof. in a way. And it's the game. It's legal. But she took her out and then afterwards she's like looking at everybody and just raking this tiny little girl. Oh. And I'm watching it being like, oh my God. Oh, we will rake you back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that primal like protection yeah. urge mm-hmm. of like... You this took, is my tribe. Yes, that's my tiny woman that yes. you're hurting. <laughs> um, because because that was tackling her was part of the game. But right. It was like, you're so much bigger than her. You're clearly better than her. Right. Why are you going the extra mile? Right, right. You, you're so like, you want to show that you, you're better than us. And, and right. then it's switched on. My like, oh, you're better than us now. Well, now I'm going to take you this. the fuck out. Yes. Um, and the thing with, uh, the thing with her, she was, she was very... Uh, she was very like square. She was super muscular, right? Um, which is better kind of tiny for buff. Yeah, tiny buff girl, compact. Yeah, you have to have a lot of muscle um, to take all the hits. Uh, and she, the term for it, which is not very nice, is called a fridge. Yeah. Uh, so the idea of when you're tackling someone who's big like that, mm-hmm. you don't want to go straight onto them because you're going at a wall of muscle like right. you're not gonna really do much right however if you go at them at their ankles oh go underneath yes you d de- you like you destabilize them right much like a real fridge if you hold it <laughs> off of its wheels for a second sure they'll go down on their their own weight will take them down right um so i was and like this is you and the other uh eight man yes yeah yeah this is this battle yes okay so we're she's she's more of a quote-unquote fridge than i am i'm right. more tall but that's that's how i'm so gonna take her she out. is not tiny buff lady she's giant buff lady she's giant buff lady okay but she's tall buff lady square than yeah. i am yeah, yeah and i'm like this is i'm gonna decentralize that's you. it I'm gonna unstable the vehicle uh-huh, exactly knock it over exactly <laughs> and so right after that i mean i've never felt such a blackout of adrenaline it's it's like <laughs> The thing is, when you get hit, the first time you get hit, it hurts and it's scary, like going into oh, it. Oh, because you'd lose your wind or? Just in general, like okay. being tackled is a weird sensation. We're not used to it, especially mm-hmm. um, being tackled so aggressively and like falling in the mud. It's like a whole 
a disorienting experience. Mm-hmm. Once you do it once and you know what it is and you're like, it's fine. Yeah. Then you're not scared. Oh, of I it. wasn't killed. Yeah. Essentially. So now I'll do yeah. this forever. Right. Um, so I was, I just felt this blackout urge of like, I'm taking this bitch out. Mm-hmm. I have to. Right. Right. For my country. <laughs> you know, it's very, it's very, uh, Braveheart. Yes. Um, so I took her down and she started, we were tussling on the ground. There's a lot of rolling around on the ground trying to get possession of the ball. Okay. Um, and I'm trying to get possession of the ball and she's also punching me at the same time. Right. Um, and she gave me two black eyes. Oh my God. Um, but I managed to get her down and then I started raking her. It was the most <laughs> savage I think I've ever been. It sounds horrifying. Yeah, yeah. it was very, I was like, I don't, my and parents then, and then won't watch the, it. Right, and the refs? They they let us tussle for a while and once I started, ra- I raked it for her for a little bit and then I kind of <laughs> walked off and they were like, all right. All right, stop. Don't do that. Uh-huh, like mm-hmm. I see you and I kind of know why you did that. Right. But, your time is over. But are there red cards or anything? Are there are there cards like in soccer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're fighting too aggressively, or you're if you're like a hitting, foul. Or? Yes, you get you get sent to the sidelines. Um, are they called fouls? Or are they called? Yes, yes, okay. I think so. Yeah. I'm and like, what's the scoring? Uh, so the tries. Oh my god, this is so, I've forgotten. I think the tries are seven points. I believe it's Ugh. been a couple of years. Yeah, it's been a long time since I yeah. played. Um, since high school, actually. Um, I think it's seven points, um, okay. but it just keeps going. There's two, it's two halves. Um, and then there's a 10 minute break in between. And it's basically just ten like minutes. who get, yeah, <laughs> 10 minutes to like, <laughs> to like wipe the blood and <laughs> right. dirt off of get yourself. Get a steak, put it on your face. Yeah, very much so. Um, but it's just whoever gets to the highest points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so we ended up, I think the worst injury we ever saw on the field the girl on my team who I was talking about earlier, her name was Rebecca Kurzweil. Mm-hmm. She was a mythical athlete. <laughs> she was amazing. Um, and she she was just so fast and also just she just hit people in a way. There's like a magic. There's there's technique to it. And there's right. some people who are really good at it and some people who are really bad. I always thought I was like medium, but she was amazing. Okay. And she had a moment though, a fluke moment where she was tackling someone the ball somehow landed on the ground and acted like a fulcrum and the person fell over the ball in such a way. It was very freakish that it broke her femur, Oof! which is the biggest bone in the body. I heard it crack. It oh my was god! Insane, and the and landing on the ball. Did yes, that? yes, like something about the speed in which Rebecca was tackling oh, her, right. and then the, her her oh my gosh leg was like a certain way. It was so crazy. That is nuts. Yes, and I that. heard a boom, and and like an ambulance came onto the field. Like <laughs> right, yeah, it was and very, well they ought sure. How many? Okay, so do you watch any rugby to this day? Do you still watch it socially or any of that? Not really. I'll I'll go when I go back home to Canada. Sure. So I'll go watch it because I have male friends that play. I have some female friends that still do play. I when I moved to New York, I considered for a while like joining a rugby team because there's got to be rugby teams in New York. Yes, right. There are, and they're very good. But I was I was going. I moved to New York to pursue um, 
fashion. I went to a design okay. school. Right. Um, and you're like, I might not, the black eyes might not add Exactly. To it. Yeah. Actually. It was, it's like, it was a very, it was like, I guess I have to leave this sort of part of my right. personality behind. Maybe you can get into Wall Street and aggressively exactly. invest. Yeah. <laughs> and ruin people's lives that way. Some other way. You can rake people that way. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, oh, so you started, did you study fashion in, in that high school? No, I always... You went to college. Yes. I went to Parsons, which is a design school in New York. Okay. Um, and I, I always wanted to end up in New York. Uh, it just, I had been there a few times. I just liked the energy of the city. It was so different from Canada. Right. Um, what year I, did you move there? Uh, I moved there in 2007. Okay. Um, so I graduated high school and then I went to Parsons yeah. right out of uh, high school. And went to college in New York. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I love... I love fashion. I love girliness. Sure. I love design. Uh, I worked in fashion for a number of years as a production person. So I was sort of working with factories and, and learning manufacturing. It was kind of like a good medium between uh, like problem solving and that stuff and also right. like pretty dresses. Yeah. Um, right. Someone has to do that stuff. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's... It, it's very important and it's right. really difficult. Right. <laughs> um, so, so I kind of, I kind of, uh, I didn't really have any athletic thing that I could be doing. There was just living in the city and, and exploring that side of my life. Right. Um, and then I started doing comedy. Right. A little stand-up comedy. Yeah. Sure. The rugby of... The, uh, the rugby of performance of art. Yeah. Sure. And so you studied, but uh, did you study any uh, any more musical theater or anything like that when you got to college? Or No. Because it was a fashion thing. Yes. So I I was always interested in musical theater. I I love performance art. I always have. I've been like I was like a drama kid. I mean, I was just someone who always wanted to try everything. My, right. My parents really were wonderful in that they were like, do tap dancing, do synchronized swimming, play right. rugby. Do you want to try archery? Do you right. like French horn? Any weird uh, thing? Tuba, yeah. all of it. I play <laughs> piano. Like I I'm not super good at any of it. Sure. But I'm a very explorative person. Um. And I, I, I wanted to be um, in musical theater. I wanted to be a musical theater actor. And then I saw how good people, people are. People can be. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have the raw talent to pull off. Right. Which is not a negative. It's just no. a reality check. Well, and it's a reality check. But it's also like when you look at somebody who does something that you want to do, mm-hmm. but you're like, oh, I'm never going to be that good, you have to make a decision. Yes. Do I want to be just okay at that or mm-hmm. just have do it for the fun of it? Yes. Which any number of people do. I mean, you can, you can get work in musical theater by in, in chorus and, yes. and, and background kind of spots. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty of people who love those lives. Of course. Because they love musical theater mm-hmm. that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I've said it before, but it's like, it's like I like to act, mm-hmm. but people who love to act yes. are currently acting. Yes. In whatever is available. They're if they, doing it wherever they can. They have written a script. Yeah. They have gathered people together mm-hmm. and they are acting. They're doing it. They're doing it. Yeah. For me, I need to do stand-up comedy. Yes. That's the only thing I've ever been like, oh, well, I got to figure out how to do that. Totally. Yeah. That was the thing for me is that, um, and also musical theater is very dogmatic. Like it requires a lot of, you give a lot of your life to it just like you do stand-up any, comedy, yeah. any performing art or just pursuing the arts in general. And so I saw what that would require and how good people were. And I was like, I don't, mm, 
maybe I could just watch it. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love music. I I, right. I love like sort of. I love the suspension of disbelief. It, it, oh, in all theater. In all theater, I, yeah. I enjoy. It. It's sometimes it's hard for me to get into it as I get older because I'm more jaded and I'm like whatever. I've seen a lot of great things exactly. and this is just okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that is too bad. Which it sucks. It does suck. You gotta. You can get over the hump because I used to be. Like I loved all comedy, mm-hmm. and then I hated all comedy. Mm-hmm. And now I'm I I love and for probably about eight or nine years, mm-hmm. I was back to really appreciating and loving all comedy. Oh, and funny. I've I'm I'm in another place where I'm a little too judgmental yes. again, which is which is too bad. But I know that that other place will come back. Sure, where I will also be able to watch you do your weird thing that isn't for me, but uh-huh. watch you do it and appreciate how you did it. Yeah. There's but some, yeah. it's hit and miss. It uh, like it, it, there's there's waves of I can appreciate, I can appreciate mean com. I used to be able to appreciate mean comedy for years. I was mm-hmm. like, I see what they're doing and they're nailing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, that's not something that I enjoy watching personally. Right. Because I'm like, I I, I can't take the meanness right now, and yeah. or or whatever it is, or if. If you're a magician, mm-hmm. I used to hate magic. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm like, no, I kind of love magic. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm sure again, there'll be some time when I judge guitar comics. Yeah. But right now I kind of love guitar comics. It's funny. It's kind of like the euphoria of when you first start comedy. I don't know if you remember the first sure. few, everyone does. Every time I meet a comedian who's in their first few years, I'm like, oh, I'm so, and I, I'm five years in, so I'm still a baby in a lot of ways, but but you're 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 in a pretty good. I mean, five years, yeah. It feels like a, I don't know. I uh, the first time I ever did stand up and just saw it and started interacting with stand ups, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. These people are amazing, even right. when they're bad. It's amazing. They're amazing but the most catastrophic way. The effort is such a unique thing. Yes, you know, because mm-hmm. it's such a weird thing to want to do. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, why would watch, anyone want to live this life? But right. also, I, I can't imagine any other you're way. You're going up with what three topics? Yeah, uh-huh. and they may be funny. Yes, and so you do it. And I mean, that's why whenever anybody says they want to try stand up, I was like, well, you'll know almost immediately if you want to do stand up, right? Yeah, because once you try it, you'll be like, because you won't be good at it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> no, no, but you will either become addicted yes. to whatever you get out of it, mm-hmm. or you will not, and exactly. you'll know. I mean, some people it takes a, a while, but yeah. almost everybody I've ever met, it's been almost instantaneous. It's like a, I mean, it feels corny to say, but it's it's one of those things that feels like a calling. Um, it might be. Um, yeah. And so I don't, I started doing stand up when I was fully working in fashion in New York. I, I sort of, I realized it wasn't what I thought it would be like I'm a I, I'm also I was also an idealist and I of college I also graduated college when the economy crashed uh, and yes. I was like oh I'm gonna work in fashion and everyone was <laughs> like that's hilarious right um but you know what when I graduated it was also it was a, the economy crashed mm-hmm. and um it was 88 yes and uh the I remember like in 86 it was starting to really crash mm-hmm. and people were like, "Well, what do you want to do?" and I was like, "I was thinking of becoming a lawyer." Mm-hmm. And somebody said, "A lawyer, there's got to be a million lawyers in mm-hmm. LA." And I was like, or in in the United States, and mm-hmm. I said, "Well, I'm not planning on being a crummy lawyer. Yeah. Exactly. I'm planning on being a decent lawyer right, that would right, get right. work." Uh-huh. <laughs> what are you nuts? You're not just planning for the worst possible case scenario. <laughs> right. I thought uh-huh. I would just try to do the best I could. Uh-huh. And if it worked, I won, and if it didn't work, turns out I would do something else. Yes. And then I saw how uh hard it is to become a lawyer. 
Yeah. And so I stopped trying. Everything's uh, hard. It turns out you have to really want to do whatever the you whatever you want to do right yeah. well because everything is a constant battle of trying and failing and trying and failing yeah. and then really enjoying the moments where you do succeed but knowing like i've started doing comedy full time now for about a year and um a big part of the learning curve for me has been like you're gonna fail a lot and it's gonna feel bad but instead of thinking about the 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 getting the Comedy Central, getting this, getting the, the oh, some sort of banner or yeah, parade getting or whatever, the, getting yeah. the recognition, yeah. make doing the art form your reward for pursuing this this thing. Like right. doing stand up is the reward. You get to do this all the time, right? It's, it's amazing. It's, it is amazing. Yeah, and, it, and that is the only way to think about it. You can't, but it's otherwise. truly irritating of when course. somebody tells you that's the only way to think about it because they're like, "Well, I also have to pay my rent," and I was like. Well, I'm so sorry. That's why they invented shitty day jobs. Of course. So you 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 do that and and you pay your rent and uh-huh. then you go do the thing you love. Yeah. If that's, you know, some people that's I have a niece mm-hmm. who wants to be a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. So cool. she like she, like that you she can rake. <laughs> oh my god, she is out. She is the one that she's ripped. Yeah. Like Jesus, man. She oh, is I can only outstanding, uh-huh. uh, super tough. Yeah. And so beautiful too. Yes. So, mm-hmm. and she's hanging out with, you know, boy gym rats. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so the, that's who she's dating. Sure. You know, she's, it's the two of them are just like glistening. Yes. Oh, <laughs> God. I was like, all right. Yes. And, uh, but that's, I mean, it's something, but she's also has a degree in pharmacy. And mm-hmm. so she's a pharmacist. Yes. But that's not the thing that she loves. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's it's so it's so interesting. I, there was some point that I I wonder what it was. Who knows? Uh, could have been anything. But well, I think. Sorry to interrupt. Please. I think I think like when you mentioned bodybuilding, I have a friend that does that too. And I also think about stand up. All these um, industries are male dominated so far, and I think that's I'm being a woman in stand up right now is very very cool. I feel like a kinship amongst other women that. I don't think maybe in pre- previous generations existed as much. Right, because there's there's a lot more women yes. who get to do it. You uh-huh. know, I mean, people, a lot of women have always done it. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, if, if you, it, it's like when you batter your head against the door. Yes. Even if it's the right fucking door, your head still hurts. Yes. And so <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. that's so depressing for some people that of they're course. like, well, I'm going to go sit down. You feel isolated. And you feel isolated. And then mm-hmm. you end up doing something else yes and so that happened a lot more but now there's i mean there's so many women oh i remember what i was gonna say oh yeah is it was something about oh ambition Mm -hmm. and because i uh was talking to a guy the other day and he said you know when i was a kid i wanted to be rich Mm -hmm. i wanted to be famous Mm -hmm. and i wanted to be sexy (laughs) i wanted to be hot yeah i wanted to be uh super rich and i wanted to be famous yes and that's why i went into acting and stand-up and i was like and i was like I've never wanted that. Wrong reasons. And well, he said, because he's had this epiphany, he mm-hmm. said, I've recently decided that my real only ambition is I want someone to trust me with their keys. <laughs> like, I'm not going to steal their shit. Okay. <laughs> it's a step down. It's a big step down, but I'm giant giant realistic. Step down. But it's super like, you're like, okay. He was like, I don't want to be a dirtbag anymore. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, you. That's his truth. This is step one. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you have been a dirtbag. Yes. And you're like, here's what I'd like to be, trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I still act, I still do stand-up, mm-hmm. but I've let go, you know, they also, that's the other thing they say is to let go of the results, you yes. know? Mm-hmm. And there's so many, there's so much boy 
energy kind of stuff that girls have always wanted to do. Like, yes. I want to be Indiana Jones. Yes. And um, what are the, I want to play rugby. I want to play rugby. I want to tell dirty jokes. Right. Exactly. I, you, you um, know. The insides of my body are gross and hilarious as well. Yeah. Let's talk about them. Grosser, I would I would say. <laughs> no, come we on. We bleed out. Come on. Why are we not allowed to talk about that? Right. They have that white stuff that comes out Ugh. of the end of their pee-pee. Talk about that, too. So they talk about that a lot. Uh-huh. So uh, we have that red stuff that comes out of our... It's not coming out of our pee-pee, guys. Here, Ugh. little PSA for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually coming out of the vagina. It's not coming out of our urethras just so you know Mm -hmm. uh some people they're not entirely certain people the the education isn't isn't great hit and miss yeah hit and miss yeah so i think i think when i started doing stand-up um i i felt a connection again to being like oh this is a this has a lot of male energy but i feel and you can be as aggressive yeah i could i used to scream on i do scream on stage a little bit still but i my first years i was just like i get to unleash and yep. I, I'm not allowed to do that in any other area of my life. Because you had played rugby for those years, uh-huh. and then you went to fashion college. Uh-huh, and everyone was and- condescending, <laughs> and everyone was this color and that, and I just didn't fit in. And so new new outlet yes. is stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. is a lot like a scrum. Totally. And- <laughs> it is. There's a lot of being beaten down. Right. There's a lot of coming back and doing it again. Right. Uh, there's a lot of understanding your strengths and developing those. Right. And, and you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta sweep the leg yes you gotta <laughs> sometimes the hooker's gotta sweep the leg hooker's gotta sweep the leg yeah i saw on twitter today i think it was or yesterday some woman in australia who was a stripper mm-hmm. and is now doing stand-up mm-hmm. in a bikini good for her and i was like fucking own it lady yeah yeah and plus she's super hot mm-hmm. and so i don't know what her material is sure but i'm sure it's whatever her experience yeah. is and it, I mean, I, it, Burt Kreischer takes his shirt off every time. Yes. So that woman fucking be naked. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like also with, uh, with women who are attractive. And I, I, okay. So I think after Amy, I think Amy Schumer kind of broke the door down a little bit in, in that women can be dirty and it's funny and it, it, it makes money. It's right. A, it's a real thing. Like you right. can't ignore this now. This is real. Right. Um, which was incredible feeling like Sarah Silverman, uh, everyone before her just, Right. Everybody just moving the ball. Yes, exactly. Moving the ball down the field. Oh, come on. Exactly. And I, she, she just, she, her success, I think, taught people, people were no longer allowed to say, like, women aren't funny or attractive women can't be funny. Right. Um, because they don't have to get laid, so they don't need to have a personality. Like, I get that. I hear that often. Yes. Um, and, and I see, when I see beautiful women, I still see reactions to them. Like in, in the New York comedy community, like everyone's laughing at her because they want to hook up with her. And I'm like, whatever. Fuck you then. Right. Then stop doing it. Right. I don't know. And, and try and hit on her. Yeah. See then what happens. Yeah. Which is she's going to shut you down with a heckler line. Exactly. It turns out. Yeah. Uh, because her brain's attached to that amazingly good looking person. Yeah. Same with dudes. Yes. You know, when I see a good looking guy, I, and I have been guilty of this, as mm-hmm. I have seen uh, good looking men mm-hmm. do stand up comedy and I will judge them. Yes. And I'll be like, why do why you, do right you do this? There? Mm-hmm. You don't need this. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and that's what it stems from. It stems of from, from 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 you could get laid without this. Yes, but that's not why people do things. Yes, I mean people, some people do things for that reason, but well, everybody wants to get laid. Sure, like I was talking to some male comic and he was like, <laughs> "Women don't do it to get laid," and I was like, 
Who are you? Yes. What are you talking about? Of Everyone wants to get laid. I want to be successful at what I do. I want to be a person that has charisma. I want to be right. in show business. Of course I want to get laid. <laughs> exactly. What are you What nuts? are we all doing here? Right. And maybe your standards of what that exists, like mm-hmm. who you're willing to sleep with are different yeah. than my own. Yes. But that doesn't mean you, you've you've chosen poorly. Yes. Is what you're saying. Exactly. And, and, uh, but it was... But I remember seeing of very handsome men who mm-hmm. were funny mm-hmm. or very rich men who mm-hmm. were funny. Mm-hmm. Like, and th- this is, I'm a huge fan of John Mulaney. Yes. He is incredibly good looking. Yes. And very wealthy. Mm-hmm. It turns out he's also fucking hilarious. Yeah. And I remember the first time I saw him before he went up, I was like, who is this? And you're like, what are you going to say? What are you at the gym? You know what you're going to do? You're going to say something fucking silly and smart and weird and profound yeah. and all of the things. Mm-hmm. Like some of the stuff is so profound that you're I'm blown away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I also like when I first started um, interacting with other comedians, there's an openness to comedians that I don't see really because I guess we're bearing our souls a lot of ways every single yep. night. You they easily open up to you. Like the, the barrier to entry of knowing a lot of personal information is very low. And that felt like a relief. Like that, I was like, Oh my people, that's how I operate. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very open to all people. I, I want to know people's stories, you know? And so to just, find a group of people that were exactly like me like that was yeah. like oh my god yes I found <laughs> right. you. as much as i love stand-up comedy mm-hmm. i love going out to lunch totally mm-hmm. <laughs> i genuinely mm-hmm. need to have breakfast with sure. some people yeah uh and in new york it, it used to be <clears throat> i would go out after sets mm-hmm. you know there was a lot go of a diner, diner. Yeah. yeah that was super fun that was the best and it was really fun and the because there'd always be another train yes you know mm-hmm. unfortunately in los angeles uh everybody's got a car yeah so they're like i guess i'll just go home different and, which is why i i, I organize sort of a comedy brunch mm-hmm. every week with comics. oh that's so great on tuesday people just come by that's great and uh everyone gets separate checks totally <laughs> exactly right? right it's nobody has any money uh-huh. so yeah get your avocado toast live it up uh-huh and uh and so but it's it's because hey, i had never had any sense of community yeah right so mm-hmm. to do stand-up comedy even if it, even if some of the people that you first hang out with are not people that you hang out with later yeah you still have something in common with them yeah because you're like oh okay that guy does stand up it's your tribe a yeah bit. Mm-hmm. right and you're like well I'm gonna not hang out with that part of the drive. Sure. Oh, oh. And you, there has to be some edits made <laughs> as you go along. Right. You start initially yeah. with everybody, uh-huh. and then you wheedle it down to people that you like. Uh huh. That's how that's how humanity works. Totally. <laughs> that's the general rule. My ad. My ad. My ad. I'm about to do an ad. Hey, you guys. Today's ad is for Home Chef, which makes sitting down to a healthy home cooked meal the highlight of my day. Visit homechef.com slash dork and enter dork at checkout for $30 off your first order. Here's the thing about uh, Home Chef. What they do is they deliver you a box of fresh food with a recipe that you can make in less than 30 minutes. 
It's really good for people who like to cook and are looking to add more variety to the meals, to the different meals. And if you're busy and you want to cook more, but you're looking for convenience because it's already doled out proportionally. Also, if you're looking to eat healthier because it came with fresh vegetables and just interesting food that I wouldn't necessarily make, but you get to pick when you sign up for the thing, you could put what you don't want in the box. Like if you're allergic to something or if you just don't like particular foods and what it can lean towards. It's really cool, quite honestly. So save $30 on your first order with promo code DORK at homechef.com slash DORK. Let's get back into the show. All right. What don't I know about rugby that I need to know more about? Um, let's see. Well, I, I'll go back to um, the, the picking people up, the, the lock position. Oh, yeah. So I started as a lock. Um, because of my tallness, and then they moved me to eight man when they right. realized that I was. Very you could fast. also run, yes. Yeah. But the lock position—it's so—it's like it's like ballet, like which is weird to see. But the locks, there. I don't. If a ball goes offside, like to the side of the field, okay. Both teams set up. Um, they're now, are you supposed to keep it in the center? Yeah. Well, you just if it goes like off off oh, outside I, of the field, out of bounds. Yes, out okay. of bounds. Yes, thank you. Um, then both teams set up there with their locks, two locks stand, um, and they pick the hooker up, the tiny little person. Yeah. Um, and then one of the kickers or, or the backs are where the kickers are. Like, okay. That's, there are kickers in rugby, but it's not like football in that there's so much kicking. Right. But the kicker will stand to the side throw the ball in the air and then the locks um, both teams will lift the hookers up like a magnificent <gasps> ballet and then the hookers will try to grab the ball from the air so with their hands yeah it's like an air scrum kind of okay like the, so they just sort of like like a um like basketball yes. except for that you have people lifting you up instead of jumping yes exactly wow so you're launching into the air like yeah. trying to then get airspace and grab the ball yeah. and then go down to the ground. So, Oh wait, do they throw you in the, they pick you up and kind of throw you in the air. You're they're always holding you, but okay. they, they get a good, you get good momentum. Like yeah. for a minute they're they're kind of suspended and then you bring them down once okay. someone catches them. Um, Cause and, in AFL mm-hmm. they, and they do, there's, they're bigger guys now, but they yeah. used to do more sp- spectacular jumps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where someone would set their knee. Yes. And then someone would run jump on like like in uh, wonder woman yes. shield yes it's like someone would uh-huh. <laughs> land on the knee and jump into the air like a human springboard yes yes it's and really cool so the that's what the locks do with the hooker yes to try to get if if one of the backs gets the ball yes they throw it in the air mm-hmm. quickly yeah hooks grab uh locks grab hooker yeah mm-hmm. push person into air yeah they fight it out in the sky uh-huh they, somebody brings it it's back insane. down insane yes. and then you scrum again well, they'll if someone if the hooker gets the ball, they'll start running. We won't scrum again. We'll just start. Oh, they'll bring them down and, and push them th- they'll forward. Go. Yeah, it's and like, they'll just oh. go forward, little one. <laughs> Run I'll for try the try. to help. Yeah, it really is. It's very much like I'll try to protect you. <laughs> um, so that's another like very. I, when I was a lock, I didn't. I didn't. It's hard. It's physical. Very hard work. Right. And I didn't like doing that, but I did. <laughs> I did like being a part of that. I was like, this is so crazy. It's I'm, like a team I'm thing. picking someone up. This is yeah. so nuts. Um, so that is one of the unique things about the lock position is that they do that. Um, but it's like, it's the bitch. A lot of the front stuff is bitch. You're doing grunt work. You're going to yeah. hit a lot. Um, and so that's why I was excited to be an A-man because I had more freedom to actually run around. 
Um, so the scrum is the first thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, then there's some lateral passing and some kicking? Yes. Sometimes you can kick. The backs can kick to get the ball forward. Okay. Uh, but the, They're you, not kicking it to anyone. Yeah. They're just sort of kicking it to move toward, it. toward the goal. Exactly. Okay. The, the idea is they're just, everyone's battling it out to try to get to each other's end zones. Right. There are certain ways you can do it, but you can But can't, if you could kick a ball several yards up. Yes. Do it. You don't, yeah. there, there's no passing it forward, okay. but you can kick it forward. Um, and then the lateral passes, if you're about to get tackled, you try to pass it off to the next person. Got it. The idea is to like hold it as long as you can. Sometimes you even want to like go into a tackle with the ball, try to move around with it and then kind of shoot it behind you. Okay. Like you're trying to move forward as much as you can. Yeah. Um, but once you're on the ground, it's fair game forever to try to go for the ball. And do they ever, do the refs ever call like... Like sometimes if, if uh, in football, mm-hmm. two guys will have the ball mm-hmm. and then they'll blow the whistle. They got to break apart. Yes. Do they do that? They do. Like sometimes if neither of you are getting possession yeah. of the ball and you're just kind of scrapping and rolling around, they'll just call it and maybe they'll set up a scrum or yeah, they'll usually set up a scrum in that, okay. in that point. It's kind of like a reset situation. Okay. Um, another fun thing about rugby is uh, cauliflower <laughs> ear. What is that? So when you are in the scrum a lot... Your head, your your head's like kind of in everyone's crotch somehow all the time because you're just pushing. Sure, there's a lot, but there's so much uh, like friction back and forth. Some locks will wear like little caps yeah. to hold their ears down. Yeah, um, I never did. Um, but if you do it enough from all the like pushing back and forward, your ears start to get deformed. Like they start oh. to get kind. They look like cauliflower. They get these like weird. Not ruffled bubble yeah ruffles yeah it's it's really weird to see um but you have to play a lot to yeah. get that yeah i should imagine uh-huh. it's a, but if you don't wear it do people pull on your ears not really that people will kind of like people don't really hit you in the face that much right and um, they don't pull your hair they will pull your hair. So pulling your hair is allowed, which I always thought was crazy. Yeah. Like I saw there was one, we had this player, she actually ended up going to Berkeley to play rugby. It was really cool to be a part of that team as it was growing because people were getting athletic scholarships for yeah, it. Yeah. Like it was just like, what is this? This, this is a real rising thing. of a Phoenix. <laughs> um, but there was this girl who she was incredibly fast and I saw her running with the ball. She was on my team. And then I saw someone else like, grab her ponytail and there was a moment where she didn't know that her ponytail was being held so she kept running and then the girl just yanked back and she just hit the floor immediately wow and i was like oh my god like i i wouldn't the have fact to... that that's okay that's yes. weird that that's i i wonder Dude, would you cut your hair i would wear per- my hair in a bun like really close to my head yeah. i don't really have long hair it's almost like a ballsy move to have a long ponytail out You're like just that like, do whatever come you- at me bro <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> you think you can do you think you can catch me yeah that kind of thing and oh, it's wow. kind of the ponytail's kind of like flying in the air yeah. um it's very mythical uh <laughs> but they're ponies they are ponies they're they're <laughs> murder <Mythical> ponies <laughs> yeah murder pony ball mm-hmm. that's the other name of the game yes uh <laughs> So I, I never pulled people's hair, but I think as girls rugby became more and more established too, I believe I'm sure that they made more rules. But it's in in men's rugby they don't have ponytails, so right. it's not even a question. It didn't come up, and then they were like, "Well, I guess it's all right." Sure. And then probably now, ten years later, they're like, 
No, that can't be yeah, right. Yeah, you're going to fuck up her neck. Right, or that's going to hurt. pull her hair out. Yeah, yeah, you can't just pull somebody's... No. <laughs> yeah, that seems really bad. I mean, it was. I'm sure it was incredibly painful, but also you have so much adrenaline when you're playing the sport that you don't really feel a lot of the pain. Right. Like I, like I was saying earlier, like once you get hit once, you understand. It's kind of like bombing, actually, yeah. on stage. Like once you feel that pain once, you're like, okay, I understand that pain. I've been through it. The worst part of that is over now and now i know what it is so yeah i don't want it to happen <laughs> but i'm not so too scared to take risks in what do you do soak an epsom salt what do you yeah it, uh, some you just get, get ice a jacuzzi packs, ice pack it yeah up. take a shower how, ma- how many games are in a regular rugby season do you know how often do they play and how long do the games last uh the games are about 40 minutes well that's um, not bad no no it's relatively quick there's also a, a version of rugby called sevens um which is where there's only seven players on each team okay um which is i believe shorter and much more intense yeah um you kind of shorter than 40 minutes yeah i i can't remember i had to it's like a party I'm game speaking ill or i'm speaking out of turn because <laughs> right, i can't you remember. don't have all the information um but, no worries people but can look it up sevens is like uh i think it's like three forwards four back so it's just like an, a, a shorter so it's more intense yeah, and, yeah um and uh it moves more quickly um but um, our seasons were another thing is like you play it in the rain also like i played it in in british columbia so it's not really a like there's never any good weather i mean it's exactly. a there, there's a beautiful greeny day uh-huh. green summer day once in a while <laughs> but it would play we would play during a whole semester at school um so several months um yeah. but it, it's not a sport where it's like once it's nice outside we'll play you'll play in the sleet you'll play in the snow but would you guys play every weekend yes yeah during the season and mm-hmm. so there might be 12 games yeah, that would make sense. Uh, yeah. more, more like football, less like baseball. Exactly, yes. Because baseball, they could play like three or four times a week. Uh-huh. Because nobody's hitting somebody with the bat. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> so. Not in the baseball that I know, but fingers crossed. It's a different baseball, uh-huh. maybe. Uh, hey, Andrea Allen, it's been an hour. Yeah. That is nuts. Uh, awesome. You guys, uh, you, we've been listening to Andrea Allen. Mm-hmm. It is at Andrea Comedy, yes. New York comic. Uh, so follow her on Twitter and find... Uh, find where she's doing stand-up. The Hot Mess Comedy Hour is your podcast. Yes, you've and been on it. I have. It's and so hotmesscomedyhour.com is uh, the website for the podcast. But mm-hmm. the podcast is found where podcasts are found. You're yeah. familiar with the with the, with the the idea, Rangers. Yeah. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a treat. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?